0: Chapter One of Categories. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Geoffrey Edwards. Categories by Aristotle. Translated by Octavius Freer Owen. Chapter One of Homonyms, Synonyms. Paronyms. Things are termed homonymous, of which the name alone is common, but the definition bracket, of substance according to the name close bracket, is different. Thus, man and quote, the picture of a man quote, are each termed quotes, animal. Since of these the name alone is common, but the definition bracket, of the substance according to the name close bracket, is different. As if any one were to assign what was in either to constitute it quotes, animal, he would allege the peculiar definition of each. But those are called synonyms, of which both the name is common, and the definition bracket, of the substance according to the name close bracket, is the same as both a man and an ox are animal for each of these is predicated of as animal by a common name and the definition of the substance is the same since if a man gave the reason of each as to what was in either to constitute it animal he would assign the same reason. Again, things are called paronyms which, though differing in case, have their appellation bracket, according to name close bracket from something, as quote, a grammarian close quote, is called so from quotes, grammar, and quote, a courageous man close quote, from quotes, courage. Chapter two of the logical division of things and their attributes of things discoursed upon, some are enunciated after a complex, others after an incomplex manner, the complex as quote, a man runs close quote, quote, a man conquers, close quote. but the incomplex as quotes, man. Quotes, ox, runs, conquers. Likewise, also, some things are predicated of a certain subject, yet are in no subject, as the man is predicated of a subject, i.e., of some certain man, yet is in no subject. Others, again, are in a subject, yet are not predicated of any subject. Bracket, I mean by a thing being in a subject that which is in any thing, not as a part, but which cannot subsist without that in which it is. Close bracket. As quote, a certain grammatical art close quote, is in a subject, quote, the soul, close quote, but is not predicated of any, and Quote, this white thing close quote, is in a subject, quote, the body. Close quote. Bracket, For all colour is in quotes, body, close bracket. but is predicated of no subject. But some things are both predicated of and are in a subject, as quotes, science is in a subject, quote, the soul but is predicated of a subject, namely, Grammar. Lastly, some are neither in, nor are predicated of, any subject, as, A certain man, and, A certain horse, for nothing of this sort is either in, or predicated of, a certain subject. In short, Individuals and whatever is one in number are predicated of no subject, but nothing prevents some of them from being in a subject for quote, a certain grammatical art close quote, is amongst those things which are in a subject, but is not predicated of any subject. Chapter three of the connection between predicate and subject. When one thing is predicated of another, as of a subject, whatever things are said of the predicate, may be also said of the subject, as, The man is predicated of some certain man. But, the animal is predicated of the man. Wherefore, the animal, will be predicated of some certain man. Since the certain man is both man and animal, the differences of different genera, and of things not arranged under each other, are diverse also in species, as of animal and science. For the differences of "'animal' are "'quadruped,' "'biped,' "'winged,' "'aquatic,' but none of these forms the difference of "'science,' since "'science' does not differ from "'science' in being "'biped,' but as to subaltern genera, there is nothing to prevent the differences being the same." as the superior are predicated of the genera under them, so that as many differences as there are of the predicate, so many will there also be of the subject. CHAPTER four, ENUMERATION OF THE CATEGORIES Of things incomplex enunciated, each signifies either substance, or quantity, or quality, or relation, or where, or when or position or possession or action or passion. But substance is bracket to speak generally close bracket as quotes, man quotes, horse quantity as quotes, two or quote, three cubits close quote. quality as quotes, white a quote, grammatical thing close quote. Relation as, quote, a double, close quote, quote, a half, close quote, quotes, greater. Where as, quote, in the forum, close quote, quote, in the Lyceum, close quote. When as, quotes, yesterday, quote, last year, close quote. Position as, quote, he reclines, close quote. Quote, he sits close quote. possession as quote, he is shod close quote. Quote, he is armed close quote. action as quote, he cuts close quote. Quote, he burns close quote. passion as quote, he is cut close quote. Quote, he is burnt close quote. now. Each of the above, considered by itself, is predicated neither affirmatively nor negatively, but from the connection of these with each other, affirmation or negation arises. For every affirmation or negation appears to be either true or false, but of things enunciated without any connection, none is either true or false, as, man, quotes white, runs. CONQUERS. CHAPTER V. OF SUBSTANCE Substance, in its strictest, first, and chief sense, is that which is neither predicated of any subject, nor is in any, as quote, a certain man, quote, or quote, a certain horse. But secondary substances are they in which, as species, those primarily named substances are inherent. That is to say, both these and the genera of these species, as a certain man exists, in man, as in a species. But the genus of this species is animal. These, therefore, are termed secondary substances, as both quotes, man and quotes, animal but it is evident from what has been said that of those things which are predicated of a subject both the name and the definition must be predicated of the subject as quotes, man is predicated of quote, some certain man close quote, as of a subject and the name at least is predicated for you will predicate man of quote, some certain man close quote and the definition of man will be predicated of quote, some certain man close quote for quote, a certain man close quote is both quotes, man and quotes, animal wherefore both the name and the definition will be predicated of a subject but of things which are in a subject for the most part neither the name nor the definition is predicated of the subject. Yet with some, there is nothing to prevent the name from being sometimes predicated of the subject, though the definition cannot be so, as, quotes, WHITENESS. Being in a body, as in a subject, is predicated of the subject, bracket, for the body is termed, quotes, WHITE. Close bracket. But the definition of, quotes, WHITENESS, Can never be predicated of body. All other things, however, are either predicated of primary substances, as of subjects, or are inherent in them, as in subjects. This indeed is evident from several obvious instances. Thus, animal is predicated of man, and therefore is also predicated of some certain man. For if it were predicated of no man particularly, neither could it be of man universally. Again, colour is in body. Therefore also is it in some certain body. For if it were not in some one of body singularly, it could not be in body universally so that all other things are either predicated of primary substances as of subjects or are inherent in them as in subjects if therefore the primal substances do not exist it is impossible that any one of the rest should exist but of secondary substances species is more substance than genus for it is nearer to the primary substance and if any one explains what the primary substance is he will explain it more clearly and appropriately by giving the species rather than the genus, as a person defining quote, a certain man close quote, would do so more clearly by giving quotes, man than quotes, animal, for the former is more the peculiarity of quote, a certain man, close quote, but the latter is more common. In like manner, whoever explains what quote, A certain tree is will define it in a more known and appropriate manner by introducing tree than plant. Besides, the primary substances, because of their subjection to all other things, and these last being either predicated of them or being in them, are for this reason especially termed substances. Yet the same relation, as the primary substances, bear to all other things, does species bear to genus. For species is subjected to genus, since genera are predicated of species, but species are not reciprocally predicated of genera. Whence the species is rather substance than the genus. Of species themselves, however, as many as are not genera, are not more substance, one than another, for he will not give a more appropriate definition of quote, "a certain man" close quote, who introduces quotes, "man" than he who introduces quotes, "horse" into the definition of quote, "a certain horse" close quote. in like manner of primary substances one is not more substance than another for quote, "a certain man" close quote, is not more substance than a quote, "certain ox" close quote. With reason, therefore, after the first substances of the rest, species and genera alone are termed secondary substances, since they alone declare the primary substances of the predicates. Thus, if any one were to define what quote, a certain man quote, is, he would, by giving the species or the genus, define it appropriately, and will do so more clearly by introducing quotes, man than, quotes, animal. But, whatever else he may introduce, he will be introducing, in a manner, foreign to the purpose, as if he were to introduce, quotes, white, or, quotes, runs, or anything else of the kind, so that, with propriety of the others, these alone are termed substances. Moreover, the primary substances, because they are subject to all the rest, and all the others are predicated of or exist in these are most properly termed substances, but to the same relation which the primary substances bear to all other things do the species and genera of the first substances bear to all the rest, since of these are all the rest predicated for you will say that quote, a certain man close quote, is quote, a grammarian close quote, and therefore. You will call both quotes, man and quotes, animal quote, a grammarian, close quote, and in like manner of the rest. It is common, however, to every substance not to be in a subject, for neither is the primal substance in a subject, nor is it predicated of any, but of the secondary substances. That none of them is in a subject is evident from this quotes, man is predicated of. Quote, some certain close quote, subject, quotes, man, but is not in a subject, for, quotes, man, is not in, quote, a certain man. Close quote. So also, quotes, animal, is predicated of, quote, some certain close quote, subject, quotes, man, but, quotes, animal, is not in, quote, a certain man. Close quote. Moreover, of those which are in the subject, nothing prevents the name from being sometimes predicated of the subject, but that the definition should be predicated of it is impossible. Of secondary substances, however, the definition and the name are both predicated of the subject, for you will predicate the definition of "...a man," concerning "...a certain man," and likewise the definition of animal, so that substance may not be amongst the number of those things which are in a subject. This, however, is not the peculiarity of substance, but difference also is of the number of those things not in a subject, for, pedestrian, and, biped, are indeed predicated of, a man, as of a subject, but are not in a subject, for neither, biped, nor quotes, pedestrian is in quotes, man. The definition also of difference is predicated of that concerning which difference is predicated, so that if quotes, pedestrian be predicated of quotes, man, the definition of quotes, pedestrian will be predicated of man, for quotes, man is quotes, pedestrian. Nor let the parts of substances being in wholes as in subjects perplex us so that we should at any time be compelled to say that they are not substances. For in this manner things would not be said to be in a subject which are in any as parts. It happens indeed both to substances and to differences alike, that all things should be predicated of them univocally, for all the categories from them are predicated either in respect of individuals or of species, since from the primary substance there is no category For it is predicated in respect of no subject, but of secondary substances, species indeed is predicated in respect of the individual, but genus in respect to species, and to individuals. So also differences are predicated as to species, and as to individuals. Again, the primary substances take the definition of species, and of genera, and the species the definition of the genus. For as many things as are said of the predicate, so many also will be said of the subject. Likewise, both the species and the individuals accept the definition of the differences. Those things at least were univocal, of which the name is common, and the definition the same, so that all which arise from substances and differences are predicated univocally. Nevertheless, every substance appears to signify this particular thing, as regards then the primary substances, it is unquestionably true that they signify a particular thing, for what is signified is individual and one in number. But as regards the secondary substances, it appears in like manner that they signify this particular thing by the figure of appellation. When any one says man or animal, yet it is not truly so, but rather they signify a certain quality. For the subject is not one, as the primary substance, but man and animal are predicated in respect of many. Neither do they signify simply a certain quality, as white. For white signifies nothing else but a thing of a certain quality, but the species and the genus determine the quality about the substance, for they signify what quality a certain substance possesses. Still a wider limit is made by genus than by species, for whoever speaks of animal comprehends more than he who speaks of man. It belongs also to substances that there is no contrary to them, since what can be contrary to the primary substance, as to a certain man, or to a certain animal, for there is nothing contrary, either at least to man, or to animal. Now, this is not the peculiarity of substance, but of many other things. As, for instance, of quantity. For there is no contrary to two cubits, nor to three cubits, nor to ten, nor to anything of the kind, unless someone should say that much is contrary to little, or the great to. the small. But of definite quantities, none is contrary to the other. Substance, also, appears not to receive greater or less. I mean, not that one substance is not, more or less, substance than another, for it has been already said that it is, but that every substance is not said to be more or less, that very thing that it is, as if the same substance be, man, he will not be more or less man, neither himself than himself, nor another man than another, for one man is not more man than another, as one white thing is more and less white than another, and one beautiful thing more and less beautiful than another, and The same thing, more or less than itself. So a body being white is said to be more white now than it was before, and if warm, it is said to be more or less warm. Substance, at least, is not termed more or less substance, since man is not said to be more man now than before nor any one, of such other things as are substances. Hence substance is not capable of receiving the greater and the less. It appears, however, to be especially the peculiarity of substance, that being one and the same in number, it can receive contraries, which no one can affirm, of the rest, which are not substances, as that being one in number, they are capable of contraries. Thus, Colour, which is one and the same in number is not quotes, white and quotes, black, neither the same action, also one in number, both bad and good, in like manner of other things, as many as are not substances. But substance being one and the same in number can receive contraries, as quote, a certain man close quote, being one and the same is at one time white, and at another black, and warm and cold, and bad and good. In respect of none of the rest does such a thing appear, except some one should object, by saying that a sentence and opinion are capable of receiving contraries. For the same sentence appears to be true and false. Thus, if the statement be true that, quote, someone sits, close quote, when he stands up, this very statement will be false and in a similar manner in the matter of opinion, for if any one should truly opine that a certain person sits, when he rises up he will opine falsely, if he still holds the same opinion about him. Still, if any one should even admit this, yet there is a difference in the mode. For some things in substances, being themselves changed, are capable of contraries, since cold, being made so from hot, has changed, for it is changed in quality, and black from white, and good from bad. In like manner, as to other things, each one of them receiving change is capable of contraries. The sentence, indeed, and the opinion, remain themselves altogether immovable, but the thing being moved, a contrary is produced about them. The sentence, indeed, remains the same, that, someone sits... But the thing being moved, it becomes at one time true, and at another false. Likewise as to opinion, so that in this way it will be the peculiarity of substance to receive contraries according to the change in itself. But if any one admitted this, that a sentence and opinion can receive contraries, this would not be true, for the sentence and the opinion are not said to be capable of contraries in that they have received anything, but in that about something else a passive quality has been produced. For in that a thing is, or is not, in this is the sentence said to be true, or false, not in that itself is capable of contraries. In short, neither is a sentence, nor an opinion, moved by anything, whence they cannot be capable of contraries, no passive quality being in them. Substance, at least, from the fact of itself receiving contraries, is said in this to be capable of contraries, for it receives disease, and health, whiteness, and blackness, and so long as it receives each of these, it is said to be capable of receiving contraries. Wherefore it will be the peculiarity of substance, that being the same, and one in number, according to change in itself, it is capable of receiving contraries and concerning substance this may suffice chapter six of quantity of quantity one kind is discrete and another continuous the one consists of parts holding position with respect to each other but the other of parts which have not that position discrete quantity is as number and sentence but continuous, as line, superficies, body, besides place, and time. For of the parts of number, there is no common term, by which its parts conjoin. As if five be a part of ten, five and five, conjoin at no common boundary, but are separated. Three and seven also conjoin at no common boundary. Nor can you at all take a common limit of parts in number, BUT THEY ARE ALWAYS SEPARATED, WHENCE NUMBER IS OF THOSE THINGS WHICH ARE DISCRETE. IN LIKE MANNER A SENTENCE, FOR THAT A SENTENCE IS QUANTITY, IS EVIDENT, SINCE IT IS MEASURED BY A SHORT AND LONG SYLLABLE. BUT I MEAN A SENTENCE PRODUCED BY THE VOICE, AS ITS PARTS CONCUR AT NO COMMON LIMIT, FOR THERE IS NO COMMON LIMIT AT WHICH THE SYLLABLES CONCUR, BUT EACH IS DISTINCT BY ITSELF. A line, on the contrary, is continuous, for you may take a common term at which its parts meet, namely a point, and of a superficies, a line, for the parts of a superficies coalesce in a certain common term. So also you can take a common term in respect of body, namely a line, or a superficies, by which the parts of body are joined of the same sort are time and place, for the present time is joined, both to the past and to the future. Again, place is of the number of continuous things, for the parts of a body occupy a certain place, which parts join at a certain common boundary. Wherefore also the parts of place, which each part of the body occupies, join at the same boundary as the parts of the body, so that place will also be continuous, since its parts join at one common boundary. Moreover, some things consist of parts having position with respect to each other, but others of parts not having such position. Thus the parts of a line have relative position, for each of them lies somewhere, and you can distinguish and set out where each lies in a superficies, and to which part of the rest it is joined so also the parts of a superficies have a certain position, for it may be in like manner pointed out where each lies, and what have relation to each other, and the parts of a solid, and of a place, in like manner. On the contrary, in respect of number, it is impossible for any one to show that its parts have any relative position, or that they are situated anywhere, or WHICH OF THE PARTS ARE JOINED TO EACH OTHER. NOR AS REGARDS PARTS OF TIME. FOR NOT ONE OF THE PARTS OF TIME ENDURES, BUT THAT WHICH DOES NOT ENDURE, HOW CAN IT HAVE ANY POSITION? YOU WOULD RATHER SAY THAT THEY HAVE A CERTAIN ORDER, INASMUCH AS ONE PART OF TIME IS FORMER, BUT ANOTHER LATTER. IN THE SAME MANNER IT IS WITH NUMBER, BECAUSE ONE IS RECKONED BEFORE TWO, AND TWO BEFORE THREE, AND SO IT MAY HAVE A CERTAIN ORDER but you can by no means assume that it has position. A speech, likewise, for none of its parts endures, but it has been spoken, and it is no longer possible to bring back what is spoken, so that there can be no position of its parts, since not one endures. Some things, therefore, consist of parts having position, but others of those which have not position. What we have enumerated are alone properly termed quantities, all the rest being so denominated by accident. For, looking to these, we call other things quantities, as whiteness is said to be much, because the superficies is great, and an action long, because of its time being long, and motion also is termed much. Yet each of these is not called a quantity by itself. For if a man should explain the quantity of an action, he will define it by time, describing it as yearly, or something of the sort. And if he were to explain the quantity of whiteness, he will define it by the superficies, for as the quantity of the superficies, so he would say is the quantity of the whiteness. Whence the particulars we have mentioned are alone properly of themselves termed quantities, none of the rest being so of itself, but according to accident." Again, nothing is contrary to quantity for in the definite, it is clear there is nothing contrary as to quote, two cubits close quote, or to quotes, three or to quotes, superficies or to anything of this kind, for there is no contrary to them, except indeed a man should allege that quotes, much was contrary to quotes, little or the quotes, great to the small. Of these, however, none is a quantity, but rather belongs to relatives, since nothing, itself by itself, is described as great or small, but from its being referred to something else. A mountain, for instance, is called little, but a millet-seed large, from the fact of the one being greater, but the other less, in respect of things of the same nature, whence the relation is to something else, since if each were called small, or great of itself, the mounted would never have been called small, nor the seed large. We say also that there are many men in a village, but few at Athens, although these last are more numerous, and many in a house, but few in a theatre, although there is a much larger number in the latter. Besides, two cubits, three, and everything of the kind signify quantity, but great or small does not signify quantity, but rather relation, for the great and small are viewed in reference to something else, so as evidently to appear relatives whether, however, any one does or does not admit such things to be quantities, still there is no contrary to them, for to that which cannot of itself be assumed, but is referred to another, how can there be a contrary? Yet more, if, quotes, great, and, quotes, small, be contraries, it will happen that the same thing at the same time receives contraries, and that the same things are contrary to themselves for it happens that the same thing at the same time is both great and small. Something in respect of this thing is small, but the same in reference to another is large, so that the same thing happens at the same time to be both great and small, by which at the same moment it receives contraries. Nothing, however, appears to receive contraries simultaneously, as in the case of substance, for this indeed seems capable of contraries, yet no one is at the same time quotes, sick and quotes, healthy, nor a thing quotes, white and quotes, black together, neither does anything else receive contraries at one and the same time. It happens also that the same things are contrary to themselves, since if the quotes, great be opposed to the quotes, small, but the same thing at the same time be great and small, the same thing would be contrary to itself. But it is amongst the number of impossibilities that the same thing should be contrary to itself, wherefore the great is not contrary to the small, nor the many to the few. So that even if some one should say that these do not belong to relatives, but to quantity, still they will have no contrary the contrariety however of quantity seems especially to subsist about place since men admit quotes upward to be contrary to quotes downward calling the place toward the middle quotes downward because there is the greatest distance from the middle to the extremities of the world they appear also to deduce the definition of the other contraries from these for they define contraries to be those things which being of the same genus are most distant from each other nevertheless quantity does not appear capable of the greater and the less as for instance "2 cubits" close quote. for one thing is not more "2 cubits" quote, than another neither in the case of number since "3" or "5" are not said to be more than "3" or "5" neither "5" more "5" Then, quotes three, quotes three. One time also is not said to be more quotes, time than another. In short, of none that I have mentioned is there said to be a greater or a less, wherefore quantity is not capable of the greater and less. Still, it is the especial peculiarity of quantity to be called quotes, equal and quotes, unequal for each of the above-mentioned quantities is said to be equal and unequal. Thus, body is called equal and unequal, and number and time are predicated of as equal and unequal. Likewise, in the case of the rest enumerated, each one is denominated equal and unequal. Of the remainder, On the contrary, such as are not quantities, do not altogether appear to be called equal and unequal. As, for instance, disposition is not termed entirely equal and unequal, but rather similar and dissimilar. And whiteness is not altogether equal and unequal, but rather similar and dissimilar hence the peculiarity of quantity will especially consist in its being termed equal and unequal chapter seven of relatives such things are termed relatives which are said to be what they are from belonging to other things or in whatever other way they may be referred to something else thus the greater is said to be what it is in reference to another thing, for it is called greater than something, and the double is called what it is in reference to something else, for it is said to be double a certain thing, and similarly as to other things of this kind, such as these are of the number of relatives, as habit, disposition, sense, knowledge, position, For all these specified are said to be what they are, from belonging to others, or, however else, they are referable to another, and they are nothing else. For habit is said to be the habit of someone, knowledge the knowledge of something, position the position of somewhat, and so the rest. Relatives, therefore, are such things as are said to be what they are, from belonging to others or which may somehow be referred to another, as a mountain is called, great, in comparison with another, for the mountain is called, great, in relation to something, and, like, is said to be like somewhat, and other things of this sort, are similarly spoken of, in relation to something, reclining, station, sitting, are nevertheless certain positions, and position is a relative. But to recline, to stand, or to sit, are not themselves positions, but are peronymously denominated from the above-named positions. Yet there is contrariety in relatives, as virtue is contrary to vice, each of them being relative, and knowledge to ignorance but contrariety is not inherent in all relatives, since there is nothing contrary to double, nor to triple, nor to anything of the sort. Relatives appear, notwithstanding, to receive the more and the less, for the like and the unlike are said to be so, more and less, and the equal and the unequal are so called more and less, each of them being a relative, FOR THE SIMILAR IS SAID TO BE SIMILAR TO SOMETHING, AND THE UNEQUAL, UNEQUAL TO SOMETHING. NOT THAT ALL RELATIVES ADMIT OF THE MORE AND LESS, FOR DOUBLE IS NOT CALLED MORE AND LESS DOUBLE, NOR ANY SUCH THING, BUT ALL RELATIVES ARE STYLED SO BY RECIPROCITY, AS THE SERVANT IS SAID TO BE SERVANT OF THE MASTER, AND THE MASTER, MASTER OF THE SERVANT, AND THE DOUBLE, DOUBLE OF THE HALF, ALSO THE HALF half of the double, and the greater, greater than the less, and the less, less than the greater. In like manner it happens as to other things, except that sometimes they differ in diction by case, as knowledge is said to be the knowledge of something knowable, and what is knowable is knowable by knowledge. Sense also is the sense of the sensible, and the sensible is sensible by sense. Sometimes, indeed, they appear not to reciprocate, if that be not appropriately attributed, to which relation is made. But here he who attributes heirs, for instance, a wing of a bird, if it be attributed to the bird, does not reciprocate, for the first is not appropriately attributed, namely, wing, to bird, since wing is not predicated of it, so far as it is bird, but so far as it is winged. As there are wings of many other things which are not birds, so that if it were appropriately attributed, it would also reciprocate, as wing is the wing of a winged creature, and the winged creature is winged by the wing. It is sometimes necessary, perhaps, even to invent a name, if there be none at hand. For that to which it may be appropriately applied, e.g., if a rudder be attributed to a ship, it is not properly so attributed, for a rudder is not predicated of a ship, so far as it is, ship, since there are ships without rudders. Hence they do not reciprocate, inasmuch as a ship is not said to be the ship of a rudder. The attribution will perhaps be more appropriate if it were attributed thus. A rudder is the rudder of something ruddered or in some other way, since a name is not assigned, a reciprocity also occurs, if it is appropriately attributed, for what is ruddered is ruddered by a rudder, so also in other things. The head, for example, will be more appropriately attributed to something headed than to animal, for a thing has not a head so far as it is an animal, since there are many animals which have not a head thus any one may easily assume those things to which names are not given if from those which are first he assigns names to those others also with which they reciprocate as in the cases adduced winged from wing and ruddered from rudder all relatives therefore if they be properly attributed are referred to reciprocals since if they are referred to something casual and not to that to which they relate they will not reciprocate i mean that neither will any one of those things which are admitted to be referable to reciprocals reciprocate even though names be assigned to them if the thing be attributed to something accidental and not to that to which it has relation for example a servant if he be not attributed as the servant of a master but of a man of a biped or anything else of the kind will not reciprocate for the attribution is not appropriate if however that to which something is referred be appropriately attributed everything else accidental being taken away and this thing alone being left to which it is appropriately attributed it may always be referred to it as quote, "a servant" close quote. if he is referred to quote, "a master" close quote, everything else accidental to the master being left out of the question bracket, as the being quote, a biped, close quote, and quote, capable of knowledge, close quote, and that he is quote, a man, close, quote, close bracket, and his being quote, a master close quote, alone, left, here the quotes, servant will always be referred to him, for a quotes, servant is said to be the servant of a quotes, master if again on the other hand that to which it is at any time referred is not appropriately attributed other things being taken away and that alone left to which it is attributed in this case it will not be referred to it for let a servant be referred to man and a wing to bird and let the being a master be taken away from man the servant will no longer refer to man, since master not existing, neither does servant exist. So also let being winged be taken away from bird, and wing will no longer be amongst relatives, for what is winged not existing, neither will wing be the wing of anything. Hence it is necessary to attribute that, to which a thing is appropriately referred. And, if indeed a name be already given to it, the application is easy. But, if no name be assigned, it is perhaps necessary to invent one. But, being thus attributed, it is clear that all relatives are referred to reciprocals. Naturally, relatives appear simultaneous. And this is true of the generality of them. For, double, and half, are simultaneous and quotes half existing quotes double exists and quote a master close quote existing the quotes servant is and the quotes servant existing the quotes master is and other things are also like these these also are mutually subversive for if there is no quotes double there is no quotes half and no quotes half there is no double. Likewise as to other things of the same kind. It does not, however, appear to be true, of all relatives, that they are by nature simultaneous, for the object of science may appear to be prior to science, since for the most part we derive science from things pre-existing, as in few things, if even any, do we see science and the object originating together, moreover the object of science being subverted co-subverts the science but science being subverted does not co-subvert the object of science for there being no object of science science itself becomes non-existent bracket, since there will be no longer a science of anything Close bracket. but on the contrary though science does not exist there is nothing to prevent the object of science existing thus the quadrature of the circle If it be an object of scientific knowledge, the science of it does not yet exist, though it is itself an object of science. Again, animal being taken away, there will not be science, but still it is possible for many objects of science to be. Likewise, also, do things pertaining to sense subsist, since the sensible seems to be prior to the sense, as the sensible, being subverted, co-subverts sense. But sense does not co-subvert the sensible. For the senses are conversant with body, and are in body, but the sensible being subverted, body also is subverted, since body is of the number of sensibles, and body not existing, sense also is subverted, so that the sensible co-subverts sense. Sense, on the other hand, does not co-subvert the sensible, since if animal were subverted sense indeed would be subverted but yet the sensible will remain such for instance as body warm sweet bitter and everything else which is sensible besides sense is produced simultaneously with what is sensitive for at one and the same time animal and sense are produced but the sensible is prior in existence to animal or sense, for fire and water, and such things as animal consists of, are altogether prior to the existence of animal or sense, so that the sensible will appear to be antecedent to sense. It is doubtful, however, whether no substance is among the number of relatives, as seems to be the case, or whether this happens in certain second substances, for it is true in first substances, since neither the wholes nor the parts of first substances are relative. A certain man is not said to be a certain man of something, nor a certain ox said to be a certain ox of something, and so also with respect to the parts, for a certain hand is not said to be a certain hand of someone, but the hand of someone and some head is not said to be a certain head of some one, but the head of some one. And in most secondary substances the like occurs. Thus man is not said to be the man of some one, nor an ox the ox of some one, nor the wood the wood of some one, but they are said to be the possession of some one. In such things, therefore, it is evident that they are not included amongst relatives in the case of some secondary substances there is a doubt as head is said to be the head of some one and hand the hand of some one and in like manner every such thing so that these may appear amongst the number of relatives if then the definition of relatives has been sufficiently framed it is either a matter of difficulty or of impossibility to show that no substance is relative But if the definition has not been sufficiently framed, but those things are relatives, whose substance is the same, as consists with a relation, after a certain manner, to a certain thing, somewhat perhaps in reply to this may be stated. The former definition, however, concurs with all relatives, yet it is not the same thing, that their being consists in relation, and that being what they are, they are predicated of other things. Hence it is clear that he who knows any one relative definitely will also know what is referred to definitely. Wherefore also from this it is apparent that if one knows this particular thing to be among relatives, and if the substance of relatives is the same as subsisting in a certain manner, with reference to something he will also know that with reference to which this particular thing after a certain manner subsists. For if, in short, he were ignorant of that, with reference to which this particular thing, after a certain manner, subsists, neither would he know whether it subsists, after a certain manner, with reference to something. And in singulars, indeed, this is evident. For if any one knows, definitely, that this thing is, quotes, double, he will also forthwith know that, definitely, of which it is the double, since if he knows not that it is the double of something definite, neither will he know that it is quotes, double at all. So again, if a man knows this thing to be more beautiful than something else, he must straightway and definitely know that than which it is more beautiful. Wherefore, he will not indefinitely know that this is better than that which is worse, for such is opinion and not science, since he will not accurately know that it is better than something worse as it may so happen that there is nothing worse than it. Whence it is necessarily evident that whoever definitely knows any relative also definitely knows that to which it is referred. It is possible, notwithstanding, to know definitely what the head and the hand and everything of the sort are, which are substances. But it is not necessary to know that to which they are referred, since it is not necessary definitely to know whose is the head or whose is the hand, Thus, these will not be relatives. But if these be not relatives, we may truly affirm no substance to be among relatives. It is perhaps difficult for a man to assert assuredly anything of such matters, who has not frequently considered them. Yet to have submitted each of them to inquiry is not without its use. End of chapter 7 Recording in memory of Mitchell Edwards.